0: President Biden just proclaimed October 11th Indigenous Peoples Day. But why is it also federally recognized as Columbus Day? Today, we'll get into the history and meet one of the leaders behind the movement to change the holiday's focus in the future. I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's October 11th, and this is The 10 News. 10,
1: 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, two, 1.
0: You've probably heard the rhyme, in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. 300 years later, the first documented celebration of his voyage took place in New York City. Columbus Day became an official U.S. holiday in 1937 and was observed on the second Monday in October, starting in 1972. But since its creation, Native Americans have objected to the holiday because Columbus didn't discover America. America and because of the horrific mistreatment of the indigenous people he encountered when he arrived. Generations of native activists and allies speaking out, and more and more awareness of the true histories of the original inhabitants of this land has created a movement to replace Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day. Today, there are seven states that officially celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day, and seven more states, plus Washington, D.C., observe the holiday through proclamations, and two states celebrate both Columbus and Native American heritage on the same day. On Friday, October 8th, President Biden issued a proclamation declaring October 11th as Indigenous Peoples' Day. This is the first time a U.S. president has acknowledged the importance of honoring America's indigenous communities and recognizing the impact they continue to have on this country. In order to learn more about the significance of celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day, correspondent Pamela Kirkland spoke with Matoe Monroe, a leader of the United American Indians of New England.
2: Matoe, can you talk about the significance of replacing Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day?
1: Indigenous peoples were here throughout the Americas. We had many different civilizations and cultures and spiritual beliefs and um, reminding our own business. And nobody asked for Columbus to come here. Nobody was waiting to be discovered. And sometimes schools will teach or other people will say that Columbus brought civilization to us. And we already had civilizations. We did not need to be civilized by this guy. So what he did was not discover, he invaded. And so, and so we've been pointing that out and saying that he ought not to be celebrated anymore because it's the equivalent of celebrating the genocide of Indigenous peoples. And instead, we want to bring something positive to replace how negative the celebration of Columbus is. And that positive thing is Indigenous Peoples Day. It gives schools and communities a really great opportunity to be able to learn more about the indigenous peoples right there where they're living. It is really important because unfortunately, some non-Native people seem to think that we're actually extinct. And I'm not kidding. Like we are sometimes asked if we're extinct. And we are still here. We are um, alive. We are thriving. We are reviving our languages. We are continuing our cultures. And um, we have a lot of things to say. So it's important that um, everyone learn about and learn to respect indigenous peoples who are here and now.
2: You mentioned that this is something that people have been pushing for for decades. Um, Why do you think now is the time when we're finally starting to see a shift from celebrating Columbus Day to more communities, more cities, more states embracing Indigenous Peoples Day?
1: every year there's been an increasing number of cities and small towns and states that are starting to do this. And that has been great, but I think it's really picked up a lot in the last um, couple of years for a lot of reasons. One thing that I would say is I think, um, because of the hard work of indigenous peoples and the, the nonstop talking about this and, and asking for some justice on this issue. Um, I think, some non-Native people have really heard that call and are responding to it. I would also say this though, um, the work of the Black Lives Matter movement and the work that they've done to um, focus people on white supremacy in this country and the racism that exists in this country has been really important. I, and I think that that work has also helped to open up people thinking more about indigenous issues as well. So for the first time this year,
2: Indigenous Peoples Day will be recognized in Boston. uh, And I understand you were part of bringing about that change. Talk a little bit about that.
1: I'm based in Massachusetts. And since 2015, I've been leading a statewide campaign uh, to get cities and towns all all across the state to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day instead of Columbus Day. We started in Boston in 2015. And the guy who was mayor would not meet with us. And he was mayor, like, through the beginning of 2021. So um, now there's an acting mayor in Boston. Her name is Kim Janey, and she's a Black woman. And she heard us. Uh, She issued an executive order saying that Boston will now celebrate Indigenous People's Day. And it was amazing. The mayor um, in the executive order acknowledged that Boston is situated on the land of the Massachusetts tribe. And that's the first time that the city of Boston has acknowledged that. Wow. So for the Massachusetts tribe, that was a big deal. You know, that was really meaningful because all of these years of, of not, not being acknowledged.
2: You mentioned land, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And you mentioned the original inhabitants of the land around Boston and the Massachusetts tribe. So not too far away, you've got the Wampanoag tribe, the Nipmuc tribe. Part of the celebration of Indigenous Peoples Day is to acknowledge these indigenous communities as the original caretakers of the land, why is it important to recognize the original inhabitants and the original stewards of the land we live on all across the country?
1: First of all, they're not acknowledged and they should be. They're still alive. It's it's not like we're talking about people who are extinct. It's not like we're talking about people who are not here anymore. So it's important to remember and acknowledge that this is indeed their land. And I think it's important for non-Native people to think about that and how they come to be living on this land and what happened to indigenous peoples for them to be able to be here.
2: Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to our listeners of The Ten and we'll definitely have to have you back sometime soon. Okay, thanks a lot.
0: You may have noticed we used a few different terms to refer to Indigenous peoples in our reporting throughout this episode. To help you better understand each term and when it's appropriate to use, we consulted the Native American Journalists Association. The term Native American generally represents all Native people of the continental United States and some in Alaska. Alaska Native and Native Hawaiian are preferred terms for Native people from the lands now associated with those states. The term American Indian, often used interchangeably with Native American and historically used by the federal government, is becoming less acceptable to Native peoples today. The word Indigenous, with a capital I, is used to represent people who self-identify as Native and, in the U.S., refers specifically to those with tribal membership or citizenship. Whenever possible, it's always best to refer to Native people by their tribal affiliation. In other words, the specific tribes, nations, or communities they're connected to. Just remember, individuals have different preferences. So if you're not sure, just ask. Now let's see what else is going on. In West Coast news, a leak in a pipeline off the coast of Southern California has dumped more than 120,000 gallons of oil into the Pacific Ocean. The spill forced some beaches in the area to close, and there are already lots of reports of injured wildlife. If there's anything we've learned about oil spills, it's that their harmful effects on the environment can last for years, so it's gonna be a while before we know the extent of the damage. Over on the East Coast, New York City's public libraries will no longer charge late fees for overdue books. Yippee! The goal is to ensure that everyone can enjoy and learn from books, even if they don't have the money to pay fines. With this announcement, New York City joins San Francisco, Chicago, and Philadelphia. Kudos to you all.
1: You know you can have your very own library card. You could take as many as you like. That would
0: be wonderful. History was made down south at the Talladega Super Speedway in Alabama. Bubba Wallace became just the second black driver to win the Cup Series, NASCAR's top racing series. The first was Wendell Scott all the way back in 1963. But racing still has a really long way to go when it comes to diversity. Wallace is one of just a handful of black drivers who have competed in the Cup Series since NASCAR was founded in 1948. On your marks, set, go NASCAR. You got this.
2: On your marks, get set.
0: Up next, it's time for... What?
1: What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the
0: ten. The indigenous community is made up of many different cultures and tribal nations. Do you know how many federally recognized tribes there are in the U.S.? Is it A, 54, B, 124, or C, 574? Did you guess it? The answer is C, There are 574 federally recognized tribal nations across the U.S., and many more that are not recognized by the federal government. Because they're diverse in culture and language, different groups may use different names to refer to themselves. So, you may hear about nations, tribes, pueblos, native villages, as well as communities. Time's up! But before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Thanks for listening to The 10 News. Look out for new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. You can go deeper into today's stories by visiting the10news.com. The 10 News is a core production of Small but Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is returning library books and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Andrew Hall, and Natalie Alonzo. Pamela Kirkland contributed to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the 10 News. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. A great way to celebrate today. Learn more about the indigenous people from the land that you are standing on right now. Yes, right there. The lane you're standing on right
1: now.